Does anybody really know what time it is? Part two, welcome to the Great Reset on Grand Fork's Best Source. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition, along with Paul, the producer, and myself, John Roberts, sitting down talking about some of the things, or a lot of the things that aren't quite right with this world. Today's Great Reset, brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Well, again, if you have any questions or comments, our number here is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call. And again, uh, these shows are not on Facebook or YouTube, but if you want to listen live, just go to gfbestsource.com. You click listen now, it's live. If you want to chat, you click the Twitch link in the upper left corner. And we're now on Rumble, too. And that's uh, posted on the GFBS Facebook page. Uh, before we get too much further into the show, and it's time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Ah, why did New Jersey get all the toxic waste and California get all the lawyers? Why did New Jersey get all the toxic waste and California get all the lawyers? Uh, New Jersey got to pick first. <laughs> uh, maybe I can go do, do one of these. There we go. Uh, a couple of things I've got uh, before we get rolling here. And um, first off, Governor Doug Burgum, uh, he did sign that bill into law that allows public uh, school teachers and state government employees to ignore the pronouns their transgender students and colleagues use. Governor's uh, office announced this yesterday. Now, the new law also requires teachers to tell a parent or legal guardian if the student identifies as transgender. It also prohibits transgender students from using the bathroom of their choice without prior approval from a parent or guardian. And this is effective immediately. Way to go, Gov. How about that? Yes. Praise God for that. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden's approval rating, 36%. And if you didn't know, that is the lowest since Harry Truman back in 1952. <laughs> wow, Joe. I mean, that's the lowest that Joe's had since... That is the lowest th- any president has had. But I think that's probably the lowest that Joe's had since... Oh, it is. Since yep. Truman as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> back when Joe was a young 32 or something. <laughs> um, Chelsea Clinton... You know, there comes a time uh, when you just need to quit flapping your lips and, and, and talking. Uh, Chelsea Clinton now says it's time to force the jab on every unvaccinated child in America. She thinks they should all be, it doesn't matter what the vaccination is, it's time to force this on every child. Uh, California, in the news, this is huge. Um, I sat down and watched part of this yesterday and it blew me away. Um, California Reparations Task Force is what they're talking. Um, They're going to vote on descendants of slavery, black Californians, to receive up to $1.2 million apiece because they're descendants of slaves. Not all of them were, but they, I don't know. Anyway, they're grouping them all into one or whatever. But uh, (laughs) now if you look at this, uh, California's annual budget is $237 billion. If they did this, it would be more than $8 
$100 billion. Uh, by the way, 2021, California's debt, $143.73 billion. So you throw in another $6 billion? Okay, you do the math. Um, I, uh, again, and, and you know, I, I apologize. I've got friends in California. In fact, one of them, Mr. Sexton, happy birthday today, buddy. Uh, but I still hope we have a big earthquake and your state falls off the continent and into the ocean and disappears. And we'd all be uh, much happier. There we go. All right, welcoming back to the show. Does anybody really know what time it is? Part two from the Midwest Public Health Coalition. Here's David Waterman. How are you, buddy? Good morning, John. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Well, you know, we do have good news in North Dakota. That bill that was signed into law by uh, by Governor Burgum. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that uh, that he did the right thing. Yeah, it, it, we, well, we good good people in the legislature who did a lot of work right, to get that right. bill passed, and um, and 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 the folks up there. They're, they're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish he would have signed it the first day that yeah. it got to his desk, and, but and he didn't. I'm, but he, he, he did it. He did the right thing. I'm excited. Uh, State Senator Scott Meyer will be in here tomorrow so we can talk about some of these things. But one thing uh, that, that did throw me off a little bit. Now, um, let's see here. They can Now, this, the new state law also requires teachers to tell a parent or legal guardian if the student identifies as transgender. All right. What if they identify as a kitty? What if they identify as a donkey? Do they have to call their parents and say, um, <clears throat> you need to go get some fresh step and bring to home class because your kids want to think they're a cat? I mean, that didn't say anything, but I'm guessing it's all <laughs> the same thing, uh, you know. So, all right. Yeah, Burgum's doing a good job uh, so well, far with that. It, with that, at least. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, so... John, did you read about the fire, the explosion in 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 Deer Park, uh, uh, Texas? Uh, I think it was I think it was just the, the today yesterday. Okay, no, I I uh, yeah, there's a big Shell chemical plant in Deer Park. Okay, and the big explosion there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple people were injured. I guess nine contractors. Wow, uh, were just released from the hospital. Looks like it happened on May fifth. Okay. Very interesting, the number of explosions that are oh, taking Oh, isn't it? Place. Yeah, yeah. Explosions, fires, mm-hmm. planes crashing food into processing food plants. processing plants. Yeah, what's, what's up with that? I'm sure it's a coincidence, right? Well, you know, we as a country are obese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are the odds that all these events are a coincidence? You know, I, I'm I'm not a conspiracy uh, a conspiracy theorist kind of guy theory, um, but I'm starting to believe it uh, because it's more than just a coincidence, in my opinion. It's happening all over the place, and it's happening all the time. So I don't know. I mean, I, I it's getting to the point where maybe it's not a coincidence. The the liberal answer would be, or the leftist answer would be, well, these things have always happened. They just weren't reported. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. No, they do. They mm-hmm. are reported. They are reported. And um, and this one is uh, update at the scene. No offsite impact. There was no explosion. It was a fire. Heat exchange between two heavy gas, two heavy gas oils. Fires uh, d- diminishing and contained. Product is being depressurized. Visible flares there to relieve. So many five contractors apparently were injured. But it was a huge, uh, huge fire. Actually, that person says there was no explosion. Early reports were that there were multiple explosions okay. at this plant. So 
Uh, and, and what is the plant manufacturer they, uh, or producer? Yeah, it's, or what it's, are they? It's a chemical plant. Um, it says it's currently. It's unclear what chemical they're burning off. Um, but there were multiple fires in different places. It says the uh, the it says this is the environmental duty representative of the, the shell plant it says we're currently experiencing uh, a fire within within one of our units, the incident's being handled by within the boundaries of the facility. There's no threat to the community from this incident. We apologize for any convenience, any convenience this may cause. So that's a shell official. Um, okay. So now we that- don't, yeah, we don't know. I, I, I still think that they don't know. Um, no. Someone is saying that the fire is still, is still burning. Um, so but, does does that mean um, gas is going to go up another fifty cents a gallon? Probably, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Archie, you didn't hear that, did you? No, okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. A, it is apparently a chemical plant. Originally, it was said to be an oil refinery um, in the initial reports, but I, but I guess it's actually a shell. Shell shell makes a lot of different chemicals. I had an sure. uncle that worked for Shell um, way, way, way back in the day mm-hmm. when they were getting into. Uh, agricultural uh, chemicals. Oh, and sure. He, yep. He worked really hard. He went to Florida. He was the first salesman for Shell in, in Florida selling wow. ag chemicals. And he sold, uh, he created this in, in, incredible um, uh, sales base for Shell. And, you know, they, they, these guys work on commission, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they get some kind of a base salary, but then they also work on commission. And so he, he got all these clients all over Florida and uh, and after he did that, Shell said, "Hey, thanks, Russell. Um, we're going to take the all those all that that whole territory that you just developed. We're going to break it up into three different yeah. territories, and we're going to give you one of them. Yeah. So in other words, you'll get you'll you're, get paid on a third yeah, of all the yeah, work you your did. Your salary just got cut by two thirds. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So my uncle, um, so you'll you'll be surprised at this, John. He he left Shell after that. No." Actually, he left Shell immediately after that, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I remember him saying that you couldn't pay him enough money to say anything good about Shell mm-hmm. oil. Anyway, but that's that that was back then. I'm sure. sure that they are much better in how they treat their employees today. Who knows? Hey, look, I'm not trying to come down on oil companies right, because right. I, because we need them. Yeah, we need we need we need oil, and and we need to uh, to uh, support that industry. I, I feel like a lot of them are kind of buckling, they're caving, and they're going along with this whole climate change disaster nonsense. Um, but that's the world we live in, right? Yes. Truth is uh, is a rare commodity these days, at least in the public in the public sphere. Right, right. Uh, the media, the the national media. It's not what I want to talk about today, but we we do have to get to. The impact that the, C- that the CCP is having on our country and our culture, and it's not China, it's not the Chinese people. The CCP is actually the enemy of America. They're also the enemy of their own people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, starting with Mao, uh, and then all the way up to uh, Xi Jinping. Today, they, they, every communist, every leader in China since Mao has been a communist, and they've said that they're communists. And the communist plan is world domination. Mm-hmm. That is their plan. It's never changed. China's plan has been world domination. China, if, if, if the world ever, heaven forbid, were to be completely communistic, then it would be China, the Chinese communists against the Russian communists, mm-hmm. right? The communists fight each other for, 
for control and for domination. And it's interesting the way that they use terms like, uh, you know, liberation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to liberate the world from from what? <laughs> yeah. From the freedom that they have. Right. They want to liberate yeah. America from the freedoms that we have and uh, liberate us from our <clears throat> constitution so that we won't have to make decisions for ourselves anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. They want to liberate us, liberate us from our ability to make up our own minds about things. So anyway, yeah, so this, I, you know, I'm expecting more. I, I, I'm guessing that the next, probably in the next, who knows, days, weeks, months, um, while Biden is still in the White House, uh, that we'll have some kind of a massive attack on uh, an electrical substation. Oh, I'm sure. You know, something yeah. that will knock out power for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You and mean now, like an ice storm down in Texas? <laughs> or, uh, I mean, there have already been people that have, act, that have openly <clears throat> attacked uh, mm-hmm. substations. Sure. You know, yep. there, was a, there was an incident a while ago. It was in, uh, I think it was in California. There were a bunch there were multiple people that just started shooting, yep. shooting into a uh, you know the transformers in mm-hmm. the substation, and 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 they never caught any of them. No, how about that? Gee, go figure. And, and uh, I think it was I think I don't want to. I think it was PG and E who said that's Pacific Gas and Electric. Yep. Said, uh, oh no, nothing to worry about. We got it all under control. Nothing to concern yourselves with. We got it. And again, we'll just steal some power from places like Moorhead, Minnesota, <laughs> to make up for it. <laughs> so, but I think do. that that's. I think that that's. I'm just saying. I think that's going to happen. Uh-huh. I think that we'll sure. probably see that. I don't want to see it, but nope. I'm guessing that we'll see it probably by the end of the year, and there will be blackouts, and, mm-hmm. and there will be, um, you know, more calls for. See, this is why we've got to fight global warming. Uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no rhyme or reason in the public discourse anymore. Among the people that are attacking America, China being the, the primary culprit, uh, they're still waging war on us. We're in the Cold War right now. We're in the, it's worse than the Cold War. Yeah. It's a, it's a cyber tech, a very high tech war in some cases, and, and then a war of ideas in, in, in most of the cases. Oh, yeah. But China has <clears throat> never given up on its plans to destroy America. Uh, Mao said it. She has mm-hmm. said it. Mm-hmm. We're their enemy. No matter how many times they say, oh, we're pro-America. They can say that all day long. Why didn't we just take them out in the beginning? You know why? Because we don't believe in first strike. Exactly. We don't. Exactly. So we wait until there's nothing left. Right. And 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 then all the shit's downhill and, and the country's falling apart. And then what? We wait and try to do something then. It, it, I don't get it. America has always, I think, preferred to give everyone, including other countries yes. and, and immigrants and other national leaders, the benefit of the doubt. Right? Sure. We like to think that they think more or less like we do, mm-hmm. that we think that human rights are important, that we think that freedom is important, that we think that individual uh, autonomy is important. And, uh, and the rest of the world doesn't think like that. It just doesn't. And it's certainly the people that are in power don't think like that. We're all safe, though. We have a president with a 36% approval rating. <laughs> so home. But, I, w- but, I wonder if, if they tell him, uh, Mr. President, uh, your approval rating is 36% today. Huh? So it's interesting. Oh, well, back so, there. Come so, on, man. So John, come on, man. So, John, didn't it drop about eight points since it he did. announced that he's going to run again? Yeah, uh, it has been dropping. I think last week we were at. I think it was like 42%. 42, yeah. 
And well, now it's 36, Tuesday. so it's dropped eight points. Yeah. But he announced officially that yep. he's running since yep. then. So Even the Democrats he, are going, oh, my oh. gosh, come on. <laughs> oh, and didn't they say that they're not going to be uh, doing any debates in the primaries? The they Democrats? don't want to debate, right. Yeah, Biden, oh, the Biden team, Go figure. The Biden team is saying he's not going to. Yeah, can you imagine Joe Biden debating <laughs> Debating <laughs> Robert Kennedy Jr. He's Can debating if that? he pooped his pants or not. I, I couldn't mean, see him in a, doing a debate with a junior high kid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> be like the movie Bad Words. That we yeah. just There's a, <laughs> Except he'd get his ass handed to him. Yeah. I saw a meme uh, posted by um, James Wood. Yeah. Uh, you know, the actor. Yes. Who is very, very anti Joe Biden. And he said that. Uh, he said Kamala Harris has just been appointed. She's, she's now in charge of the um, artificial intelligence <laughs> task force in Washington. He said the jokes write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I thought that was pretty good. Well, even if he did debate, I mean, who would be able to debate him? Because they'd all just be like, what did you what? say? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't answer we a question or something I didn't... It, uh, is he even be like, in English? Yeah, it'd be like this. I'd just be up there just going... <laughs> you know, um, Joe Biden does have a, a, a pretty high approval rating, though, in Beijing, from what I understand. Mm. Uh, they're not polling the folks in Beijing, specifically the CCP officials in mm. Beijing. Yeah. But he's got a very high approval rating with them. Well, so I we should be imagine. happy about, right? We should be happy about that or not. I mean, if they're thinking about they're taking us over and they we've got him as a leader, yeah, he probably does have a pretty big approval rating over like, there. Sounds like he uh, could be getting impeached, though, well, because he uh, on a bribery, bribery claim. Well, good for luck. starters, yeah, yeah, for starters, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's uh, going to be really interesting to see what happens. I, 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 my, my opinion is that at this point, that because the corruption at the highest levels in Washington, D.C., is so great that he could he could murder someone in cold blood on the air, oh, yeah. live, yeah. and get away with it. Yeah, the Dems would say it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So it's like, well, wait a minute, we just saw it. No, you didn't. Or, well, he didn't use a gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, so it's... Okay. He was a right-wing extremist. He was right, right, exactly, right. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, you know, like Ashley Babbitt. What's their excuse for the death of Ashley Babbitt. I, I, I oh. still haven't heard. Yeah. Uh, it's just, that's one of those things. Yeah, one of those things. Uh, it just happens. Come on, man. So, so let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the times that we're in. Because that's really the, that's the title of the show, right? Uh, does yeah. anybody really know what time it is? And, and, and yesterday, uh, yesterday, seems like yesterday, last week, we started talking about the days that we're in. And, yep. and it's important to know what times you're in. You know, I, Jesus talked about that. He, he talked about what things are going to be like in the last days. And um, whether you believe the Bible or not, it doesn't matter. It's still true. You know, you know, here's an interesting thing. What we believe, unless it's about ourselves, what we believe doesn't change reality, right? True. Yeah. So, I say, unless it's about ourselves. So if you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, I just can't go to work today. I'm just so tired. I'm so exhausted. I'm so hungover. I'm so sick. I'm so whatever. If you really, if you believe that, then it's true. Yep. You can't because you've, yep. you've convinced yourself that you can't. Sure. So, right. But if you wake up in the morning and you say, 
oh, my boss is just going to be so happy with me if I don't come in today. That You can't change what your boss right. thinks or feels. You can't change how mm-hmm. your coworkers behave on the job just because of what you believe, right? So you can say, yeah, yeah that poor Kanoki, he's the laziest guy I've ever seen, never worked a day in his life. And someone goes, wait a minute. Is you mean you mean you mean Paul Kronelka is Bernie Sanders? <laughs> no, sorry. But anyway, the, if somebody was to say, if someone is to say that about Paul and really believe it, it wouldn't change reality, right? Sure, right? it wouldn't change just because you believe it doesn't, doesn't make, make it, it real, right? Yep. Yeah, and so people have this idea that oh my mole, well, that's your truth and that's not my truth. Well. Look, truth is reality, and whether you want to accept it or not, yeah, you're not a cat. Doesn't change doesn't change reality. Reality right. is reality, whether you like it or not, whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not. Yeah. So, so I just say that I say that if if a person doesn't believe the Bible, well, that's I I think that's their loss mm-hmm. um, because God gave it to us so that we would know sure. what's going on, so we know what reality is, so we know what truth is, and the um, <clears throat> the disciples asked him. And I, I just want to briefly go over this and then get to the real, some of the real details about what we're told in Scripture the last days are going to be like. And then I want to ask you gentlemen, if you think, and we can include uh, Dale on this as well, or, or Dean, whoever's uh, available. Whatever he's uh, identifying uh, as. Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dean is in on Thursdays. Dean's in on Thursdays. Dean is in on Thursdays. It's Dale today, okay. No, Dean. Oh, Dean oh, is in on Tuesdays. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is one of the coolest cats I've ever met. I mean, he's just so <laughs> laid back. He is so cool. Nothing, fl- nothing flusters him. That's great. I love that. Uh, so, so his disciples were as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to him privately, and they said, um, because he had just made a statement about the temple, right? <clears throat> Yeah, it says that Jesus came out of the temple and was going away, and his disciples came up to him to point out the temple buildings to him. They were saying, you know, like, hey, look at these, look at these beautiful buildings. You know, the temple is so great, and mm-hmm. the, these buildings surrounding the temple. And he answered and said to them, "Do not see all these things truly? I say to you, not one stone here shall be left upon another which will not be torn down." That got their attention. Yeah. Okay. Because they're looking at these beautiful buildings, and no, these are permanent. This is the temple. The temple is here. God has promised to send the Messiah, and when he comes, they believe that he was going to restore Israel, that he's going to defeat the Romans, right? Defeat them militarily and set up his kingdom, and the temple would be there. And now Jesus is telling them that not one stone will be left on top of another. They will not be torn down. And they're saying, what? That was a major, major yeah. brain shift for mm-hmm. them. That's, that's worse than that. That was a bigger that was a bigger thing than if someone said, yeah, these Twin Towers in New York, they're going to come crash right, down. Right, right. And so as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? And what, what about your... You're coming, your return. What what will be the sign of the end of the age? How will we know when the world is coming to an end? The end of the age. And Jesus said to them, he answered and said to them, see to it 
that no one misleads you. So let me just stop there for a second. His first response is see to it that no one misleads you. Mm -hmm. Now, why would he say that? Why would he say see to it that no one misleads you? What did Jesus know was coming? I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) What did Jesus know that was coming that would cause him to say, see to it that no one misleads you? They're asking him a question. What will be the sign of your return and of the end of the age? And he said, first thing, see to it that no one misleads you. Right, right. Well, they're going to off him. Well, but what what did he know was going to happen? The devil returns. Deception, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Deception is coming. Deception is coming. See to it that no one deceives you because they're going to try. Yeah. People are going to show up and they're going to try to fool you. And some of you are going to take the bait and you're going to buy it. Don't do that. Don't buy into the deception. What do we see going around America every single day if you turn on any network news program. Deception, right? Lying, people being deceived and deceiving. So so see to it that no one misleads you because many will come in my name saying I am the Messiah and will mislead many. So that's number one. Many will come in his name saying, I am the Messiah and will mislead many. And you'll be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See to it that you're not frightened because those things must take place first, but that's not yet the end. That's not the end. I've heard of wars and I've heard of rumors of wars that aren't, going on now, but they're saying, yeah, there could be a war. Next war could be over here. It could be Crimea. It could be, yeah. could be uh, China attacking mm-hmm. Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. That seems like that's coming. Big buildup. China's been building up their military for a long time. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you yeah. know that in the last, I don't know how many, three, two or three years, the, certainly in the last two years, for every military ship that our navy builds for every ship our navy builds china builds five five warships for every american ship their navy is massive right now ours is struggling yeah but are they any good with their navy i mean you can have all the stuff of the world but you got to know how to use it well they've stolen our technology well that's true technology from russia that's true they've been doing this for a long time and it didn't used to be strong because the 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 chinese the chinese look for communists and when i say chinese i'm referring to chinese communists sure truth is not an issue for them it's it's essentially meaningless whether they're telling the truth, whether they're lying, all that matters to them is that they achieve their goals. Yep. Right? So if they can better achieve their goals by telling the truth, they'll tell the truth. If they can achieve their goals better by lying, they'll lie. But whatever they do, they will insist that it's true. Right. Sure. Right. So uh, sometimes they'll give a partial truth and a partial lie. So, for example, when I can't remember if it was, uh, if it was uh, Mao or the guy that followed him, who said, 
And to the American president, look, we're, we're, we're weak. Mm-hmm. We're small. Yeah. We can't really do anything. We, we need America to protect us. We need America. You know, okay, well, it was kind of true that they're weak, but not as yeah. weak as they wanted us to think. Sure, sure. So um, in the book, The Art of War, um, it's written, which is that book is uh, over a thousand years old. What is it? 1500, 2000 years old. Really? Older than that. The Art of War. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yep. Um, one, of the, one of the things that Sue says in that book is um, war is deception. It's always deception. So when you're, when you're weak, make the enemy think you're strong. When you're strong, make the enemy think you're weak. Sure. Right? Because if they don't know what they're dealing with, then you have an advantage over them. He says, when you're close, make them think you're far away. When you're far away, make them think you're close, right? War is deception. Right. And the, and the Chinese are masters at the art of war. The Chinese Communist Party is a master at the art of war. So they've been lying to us for a long time, and their goal is to eventually take over the United States to destroy us and then to, and then to rule those who are left. <clears throat> okay, but Jesus said, nation will rise against nation, um, you'll hear wars and rumors of wars, for nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be, listen to this, in various places, not just one place, but in various places, there will be, who was that? Who, did somebody, who's in here? Just kidding. Um, in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. Mm-hmm. In, in his book, uh, Dark Winter, John Casey talks about how, and he wrote this book in 2014, uh, 2014. So the book is now nine years old. John Casey says that not only is, there he is again, uh, not, only, not only is the earth not warming, but we're based on solar cycles. We're going into a cooling phase. Yeah. Right? So the earth is actually, he said, we're going into 20 to 30 years of cooler temperatures globally, mm-hmm. which could result in massive starvation if people aren't ready and aren't ready to build up food supplies sure. in the areas where that cooling off mm-hmm. will shorten the growing season. Yep. And if you shorten the growing season enough, mm-hmm. that means even if you get your crops in on day one yep. of planting when the frost is no longer an issue, you won't be able to harvest them because they won't mature in time for right. harvest. Sure. So it's not like, well, they're 90%, yeah. 90% mature, we'll just get 90% crop. No, it doesn't work like that. If it's not fully mature, you, you don't eat it. You can't use it. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So famines would certainly result from that. And I don't see any country getting ready for a global cooling. Yeah, well, global warming. But then he says, Jesus says earthquakes. And this is one of the things that is really interesting that John Casey in his research of solar activity and how solar activity affects the earth, do you know what happens when the sun cools off and therefore the earth cools off when solar activity, you know, solar flares, Mm -hmm. things like that die down and it goes into a a period of relative calm, the sun, I mean, you know what happens on the earth? Ice age. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and they call. And in fact, we had a mini mini ice age a mm-hmm. couple hundred years ago. But in addition to that, there's an uptick 
in seismic activity. Sure. Earthquakes actually yep. increase. Scientists do not know what the connection is between earthquakes and solar activity or solar inactivity. They don't know what causes it. They just know that it's consistent. Hmm. So as the sun cools down and the earth cools down, the earthquakes heat up, right? Well, yeah. So Jesus says, kingdom against kingdom in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. But these things are just the beginning, the beginning of earth pangs, of birth pangs, just the beginning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then they'll deliver you up to tribulations and will kill you and you'll be hated by all nations on account of my name. At that time, many will fall away and will deliver up one another and will hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and will mislead many. And because of, and this is particularly interesting, I was hoping, I'm hoping that Paul comes back soon because I really want to get his take on this. Many false prophets will arise and will, will mislead many. And because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will grow cold. Most people's love will grow cold. So I asked this question last week. Do we see that happening? Is there, are people's love grow? Would you say that society as a whole, if you look at what's happening around the country, would you say that in America, just looking at our country, would you say that in America, people are becoming more loving toward one another in society? The same as they were 50 years ago or less loving? What would you say? Well, I'd say less. I, they, I'd say I they, they, they claim to be more by trying to have all this acceptance for all this stuff, but, but if you don't go along with them, they hate you. Exactly. If you're right. So mm-hmm. tolerance is really a, that's a euphemism for believe what we tell you or we'll hate you. Yeah. And we'll discredit you and we'll dismiss your beliefs, your ideas, who you are, we'll cancel you, right? That's the new tolerance. Oh, by the way, this all comes out of the CCP playbook. Yeah. It all comes out of the CCP playbook. <clears throat> so, so it seems like people's love are, is growing cold. Uh, but the one who endures to the end, he shall be saved. And this gospel of the, of the kingdom shall be preached to the whole world for a witness to the nations. And then the end will come. And then he talks about more things that will happen. He talks about the the abomination of desolation, which was spoken about through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place. We can get into that on another show. Does he, does he talk anything about cupcakes? Uh, no, but <laughs> he does say, let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let him on the housetop not go down to get the things out of his house that are in his house. And that would include cupcakes. <laughs> Jeez, you guys. Not the Segway masters over here. <laughs> Uh, did you guys hear me? By the way, when I yelled out there, I didn't. I didn't mean to be that loud. I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I heard <laughs> I did. I'm pretty sure everybody heard. Well, you. that's. You know, I, I get told that. Uh, you know, there is nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. Uh, oh, for heaven's cakes! I'm not kidding you. We all will agree to this. Best cupcakes and cakes around. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've got something special going on, some big occasion, or maybe you just want to bring some to your employees at work or the people you work with, or maybe you just want to bring some home. All right. Uh, they also, when you're in there, um, serve lunch and soup with keto, gluten free, vegan, and diabetic. 
diabetic options. Um, you know, they've got employee discounts for your employees. If you want to do that, uh, they're on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays 9 to noon. Call them up, and if uh, you're looking for a cake job, they're hiring. And I tell you what, graduation is coming up. There's people here already, they're already having celebrations. Uh, you better call and get that cake if you're looking to get a graduation cake. 701-757-CAKE or go to OverHeavensCakes at Yahoo.com. Uh, be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. And uh, I wonder if the manager is going to come and yell at me because I yelled. I, I didn't yell at anybody in, in particular. Um, well, well, I don't, th- I don't was- think Heaven's Cakes is doing lunches anymore. Okay, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think we Brad right. scratch that we'll, out of there. We'll scratch that. All right. Are they still keto and gluten-free? Well, if, if they're not doing any lunches, I don't know. I, oh, yeah, I haven't yeah, seen still, you still keto, get, keto and gluten-free yeah. stuff, but yeah. I, don't think, I don't think they're doing soups and sandwiches. Yeah, because I, I haven't seen anything on the board in a while. Yeah, well, I, well, I, think, I don't think they have the staff for it. Okay. So. All right. All right. Do Here we go. Um, does anybody really know what time it is? Part two, The Great Reset. David Waterman. Of course, Paul, the producer, is here, and... Before we had to talk about cupcakes, you were saying. Yes, thank you. So so this is Jesus answering his disciples in private about what the signs will be about the end of the age, right? And mm-hmm. so so he, he goes on to say some things that are not very pleasant. You know, don't... It says, <clears throat> when these things happen, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken about through Daniel the prophet... Um, Standing in the holy place, so that hasn't happened yet, but that is coming. He says, when you see that, flee to the, if you're in Judea, flee to the mountains. Let him who's on the housetop not go down to get things who are, you know, things that are in the house, out of the house. Let him who's in the field not turn back to get his cloak. You know, I'm going to ask this, I'm going to say this. To, to these people, I don't know how this would have made any sense. Listen carefully. He says, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, holy place would be the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And then he gives instruction to those who were in Judea, flee to the mountains. Well, Judea is not Jerusalem. How would you see it if you're in Judea? Wait a minute. Uh, He says, let him who's on the housetop not go down to get the things out of his house, if you're in the house hop, how can you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place? Hold on. Let him who's in the field not turn back to get his cloak. Well, if you're in the field, you're not in the temple. If you're not in the temple, how can you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place? How can you see that? Mm-hmm. I don't know how his disciples would have understood that because... He's making this very, very clear, but he's saying, if you're in any of these places and you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place in the temple in Jerusalem, don't even go back into your house to get your stuff. Right. Flee. Yeah. You go right away. If you're in the mountain, if you're in the, the, the field, flee right away. How can they see it if they're in the field or if they're in Judea or if they're on their housetop? Mm-hmm. You know what? They couldn't. We can today. How can we do that today? How could we see that if we're in the field, if we're on the housetop, if we're in Judea? How could we see those things? There's a way to do that today, isn't there? Your smartphone? TikTok. You better believe it. (laughs) TikTok. Everybody's got one of these, don't they? Everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Some people got them for free. 
So my point is, you can be in Judea mm-hmm. and see the abomination of desolation standing in the temple. You can be on the housetop and see the abomination of desolation. Because I guarantee when, when, <clears throat> when that happens, this is an act of Satan. He is doing that because he wants to be worshipped by everyone. He's going to make sure that that is a worldwide event, that Mm. that is covered, that there are dozens of cameras there, and it's being broadcast to everywhere, every person, every every phone in the world is going to be able to pick that up. So we live in a time when suddenly these prophecies that Jesus gave, this foretelling of what was coming, is possible for the first time in history. I mean, we had television before, but how would somebody out in the field watch that on television? Right, right. You know, 30 years ago, it wasn't possible. Yeah. Sure is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but where do you flee to? Well, he says, he says, flee. He says, if you're, if you're in Judea, flee to the mountains. I'd say flee to the mountains. He goes on. Great, great to be living in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a long run. So that, flee that, to the ditch. <laughs> So get to the dike. <laughs> so so what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's not the same in every place, right? He's talking to Jews yep. who believe in Jesus who are living in Israel, mm-hmm. and he's saying because the immediate impact is going to be in Israel, right? Specifically sure. in Jerusalem, because the abomination of desolation sets up in the holy. Okay, and then he gives some warnings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let the, let him who's in the field not turn back to get his cloak. But woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse babes in those days. But pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on a Sabbath, for then there will be a great tribulation such as not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever shall again. Excuse me. And unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved, but for the sake of the elect, those who believe in Jesus, who really trust and have a relationship with him, for the sake of the elect, those days shall be cut short. Then... If anyone says to you, behold, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe him. Because false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the chosen ones, even the elect. What was was his first? So he's saying these false messiahs are going to show great signs and wonders. Mm -hmm. They're going to do miracles. Or at least it's going to seem like they're doing miracles. What was the first answer that he gave to them? See to it that no one misleads you. Because he said, many will come in my name. You know what? A lot of people are going to be deceived. Sure. By this false prophet. Mm-hmm. And the false, the Antichrist. Behold, he says, then he says, behold, I've told you in advance. I've told you in advance. Right? You've heard it. You now know the answer. You know what's coming. If, therefore, they say to you, Behold, he's in the wilderness, do not go forth. Or, Behold, he's in the inner rooms, don't believe them. So, where are we today? Where are we today? You know what that kind of reminds me of? Uh, You ever watch the, I think it was the Simpsons movie, where it was Mm -hmm. like the end of the world? And so they got the bar in the church. So oh. it's about the end of the world. Everybody in the bar runs into the church, and everybody in the church runs into the bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons, that's... 
Hey, they predict a lot of stuff. They, that's they, a whole. They actually have. That's a whole other topic, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so here's the here's the question. Um, does the Bible get any more specific about things that will happen? I mean, those are pretty specific things: mm-hmm. earthquakes, wars, rumors of wars, famines. It looks like with the, the the takeover, according to the WEF, you know they're planning famines worldwide. Yep, they want to. And I, I said this a year and a half ago on this show that the easiest way to kill millions or billions of people is, and I'll quote myself: take away their food and yep. they die on their own. Starve them, right? yeah, right. <clears throat> you don't have to do anything; they'll die for you. So, I, I think that that's. I think that's exactly what Jesus is referring to there. Those famines are going to be man-made famines. They're not as a result of any natural disaster. They're man-made famines. Just like Mao did, just like Hitler did, Mm -hmm. just like Stalin did. Excuse me. So let's go to 2 Timothy, uh, starting in chapter 3, and we're going to hear more about what it's going to look like in the last days. And this is really specific, and I I want to hear your honest opinion of whether or not you see this happening at a greater pace, at a deeper level, excuse me, with more intensity than it's ever happened before. Because all these things that are happening, they've all happened for thousands of years. They're not new. What's new is the frequency and the intensity of these events. Okay. Paul says to Timothy, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, Malicious gossips without self-control. Do we see any of that today? Do we see a, a greater level of any of those things? Well, sure we do, today? yeah. I think every time you turn on the television, we mm-hmm. see those things. Yep. Lovers of self. Yeah. People write books about self-love, how yep. to love yourself more. Yep. you got to love yourself. Yep. Even if you're a kitty. Yeah. Lovers of money. Mm-hmm. Boy, we really suffer from that in America. This generation, and I've I've read this that this generation, this current, you know, the the whatever they are, the the Gen whatever's Z's, Y's, Q's, whatever the hell they are, uh, the 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 teens and twenties. They say that this generation is motivated by money, like more than any generation before them. It's like money is what it's all about. Go make money, make. Make a bunch of money. I mean, that was a problem in my day as well. But today, it's all about making money. Lovers of money. By the way, you know the phrase that money is the root of all evil? Mm-hmm. You say that comes from the Bible, right? Money is the root of all evil? That's actually a misquote. That's not what the Bible says. Good, because I don't believe it. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Money is not the root of all evil. What the Bible actually says is the love of money mm 
is the root sure. of all kinds of evil. It's amazing what one word one, can do. Isn't it? It is amazing. One word. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the love of money, and that's what he says. Men will be lovers of self, lovers of money. Mm-hmm. They'll be boastful. You know, turn on television today. Find me some national celebrities who who live out humility in their lives, who, who come across as being humble. Where are they? Do you, do you see that when you turn on the television, when you look at, when you watch the news? Did, did any of those people seem humble to you? Do you see humility? I don't. I don't see humility in any of them. And and the yeah, ones occasionally that, from the, time to time, right? And, and there are good people out there. I mean, there we are. read stuff like Keanu Reeves and and some of the things that these guys do, but they don't want anybody to know about it. And if they are people like that, you never hear about it. Yeah, but he makes movies. He's not the View. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's true, but right. There and, are good people out there. It's just yeah. you never hear about it. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, John. You mentioned Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and I've heard and I've read a lot about him. About him. Is 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 he is he the rule? How come I don't hear about all these other people? Yeah. Or is he the exception in Hollywood? Right, right. I get it. I think he's by far the exception. Mm-hmm. And I oh, do sure. think I do think that there are well, other people that do good things who are big stars. But again, I think they're the exception. I think well, that most of them are focused he, on themselves. I would say he is kind of the exception, but the reason that he is the way he is is because of all the tragedies that he had in his life. Although there are other people that have had a lot of tragedies in their life mm. as well. I mean, look at Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey spent, I don't know how many years, living out of his car. Yeah. I mean, that was a poor guy. Living out of your car? That can't be very comfortable. Well, but no, he made a lot of faces to himself in the rearview mirror. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, do you know about all the things that happened oh, to Keanu Reeves? He, he, his like, sister died of leukemia. Yeah. He lost his like, wife. His, right. Like, I think his parents died when he was young. Yes, and right. like, yeah, I mean, he just, donates big chunks of his paycheck to make sure everybody in the in the you know the the people working on the movie set they all yeah. get paid he more. One of them a house, yeah, because their, their house was going to get taken from him, and he overheard it, right? And so he went and bought it for him. So I will tell you the story of the twins. Did I ever talk about the the, the identical twins who grew up with a, an abusive alcoholic father? Father abused them, abused the two twin boys, abused their mother, um, was just a nasty, rotten guy, a drunk who was not just a drunk, but a mean drunk. And one of the twins um, became an alcoholic, couldn't keep a marriage together, married multiple times, abusive towards his kids, abusive towards his wife, couldn't hold a job. Uh, was just a just a nasty individual. His twin brother uh, had a beautiful wife, beautiful family. He he was respectful of other people, highly regarded in the community. Was a philanthropist. Started his own business. Ran the business successfully. Treated his employees extremely well. Right, and everybody loved that guy. These are twins. Mm-hmm. They grew up with the same parents. And so when they went to interview them, because they said, we got to do a story on these because these are twins, but they're t- they're, their lives are diametrically opposed to one another. And they went to the first guy and they said, uh, well, well, we'll go with the rich guy first. They s- no, we'll go to the poor guy first. They said, you've never been able, you've not, not been able to hold a job. You're on welfare again. Uh, your families, uh, have, wives have all left you. Your kids can't stand you. Um, 
what do you what do you think is the cause of all this? And he said, well, if you saw the way I grew up, you'd understand. My dad was an alcoholic. He beat me. He beat my brother. He beat my mother. Uh, yelled at us. Emotional, physical abuse was normal in our house. How do you think I'm going to turn out? That's my background. So then they went to his brother, the very successful one. And they said, what do you credit your success to? You, you're, you're, you're one of the upstanding pillars of the community. You've got a beautiful family. Your wife loves you. Your employees love you. He said, well... If you knew Same how I grew answer. up, you'd mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up with an abusive dad. Yep. And I said to myself, I am, I am not going to do yeah, that. I, um, I'm going to get myself a different life. I, you know, I grew up uh, hearing that stigma because um, my dad was a woman beater. He beat my mother a lot uh, with hockey sticks, his fists, whatever. And, and I grew up with that because you were, this is always kind of force-fed to you. Well, if you're if if your dad was like that, you're going to be like that too, yeah, right? And, and that scared the say. bejesus out of me because, I mean, I'm not I'm not kidding you. There's times I wouldn't have minded hitting a woman, but I never would, you right. know. And and that really bothered me that they say, "Well, no, your dad did, so you're going to do it too." It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Exactly. And so the so the point the point that I'm making is, <clears throat> I understand that Canna Reeves. Had a, has, has experienced a lot of pain in his mm-hmm. life, a lot of personal tragedy and loss. But that doesn't translate into, I'm therefore going to be a nice guy to other people. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Just like the fact that your dad was a wife beater mm-hmm. doesn't make you a wife beater. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody still has a choice. The two twins, one of them became a total loser. One of them became very successful. They both had the exact same background, right? They had the same background. Sure. One of them used their background as an excuse for, for following those same rotten footsteps. The other one used the background as a launching pad to say, I'm never doing this. I'm getting away from this lifestyle. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do the opposite or whatever they did. <clears throat> So, uh, so I, I, I think you have to give some credit to Keanu Reeves himself as an individual sure. who made the decision that regardless of the pain that he's been through, he's going to use that in order to make himself more sympathetic. Yeah, because you can people. use that as an excuse. To be bitter. To be a schlep. That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah, and he didn't. So I appreciate that. But anyway, we, we've kind of gone off, off track here. The yeah. point is, <clears throat> in society... I see more and more of these features coming out of people that mm-hmm. are not good. Lovers of money, boastful, arrogant. Boy, just pick up any social media app. Go on any social media app. What do you see there? Humility or arrogance? Arrogance. Oh, it's, it's constant. Yeah, yeah. Right. Nobody posts pictures of themselves or selfies of them looking dumb, you know, or, or doing something stupid or, yeah. you know. And how often do you hear them complimenting someone else? No, they're, all, they're attacking yeah. Yeah. other people. Uh, revilers, they revile what's good mm-hmm. and right. Think about all the things that have been said. You know what? When I was younger, when I was a, a kid, there were people that didn't like John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were people that didn't like um, um, Johnson after Kennedy was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never heard the kind of vitriol and rancor and 
vile things said about either of those two, not even Nixon. Some people hated Nixon. I, I never heard people saying the kinds of vile, hate-filled, vitriolic things against Richard Nixon that they say against President Trump. Did oh, you? Yeah. No, no. And, and the thing is, is um, <laughs> I mean, granted, Nixon was a little before my time. Um, but from what I've heard of the research I've done, uh, he was no different than the majority of the presidents we've had. He just got caught. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what? You know, what we got caught doing. He knew about the Watergate break in. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. was the Watergate break in? People today don't even know. Paul, what was the Watergate break in? What was Watergate? You know, everything. I, I, I know. I know. I know Watergate, but I can't. Re- I, I remember they were going in the night and trying to get rid of all these uh, documents and files. Or, but, so were um, they bugging cameras and recording equipment or something like that? What it was, was the, the, they were, it was a burglary, mm-hmm. right? And the Watergate, Watergate is the name of a building in Washington. It's the Watergate building. And that's where the DNC headquarters were. Yep. And these men, certain men, broke into the Watergate building to find out what their playbook was, what they were planning to say against Nixon. Mm-hmm. What were their plans to attack President Nixon in the upcoming campaign? That's what they, that's what they did. They just broke in to get those plans. Mm-hmm. Only they got caught. Yeah. That was the problem. It wasn't, they didn't, so that's illegal, right? Breaking and entering, that's mm-hmm. illegal. Mm-hmm. Stealing property that belongs to someone else, that's illegal. But it's not like they were selling out our country to China. Oh, that's true. It's not like they were that they were taking Russian money mm-hmm. to uh, you know fund their like campaigns. our presidents nowadays do. You mean, yeah? Well, some of them do. Mm-hmm. And like other presidents, or like President Trump was accused of doing, which he didn't do. Yeah. You know, here's the here's the one thing that Nixon did that really was bad, and he doesn't get he doesn't get he doesn't get credit for this. I mean, it'd be negative credit. Nixon is the one that opened up relations with china yeah yeah that ended up being a very very bad thing for us i mean he basically opened the floodgates for china to begin to peddle their propaganda the ccp to peddle their propaganda and nixon came back and he said hey these people they want to just they want to be more like us." the next thing you know they're making american flags we're gonna help westernize them but what it really was was a way for china to gain wealth and technology Mm -hmm. from america because they did not have wealth or technology, and they needed it, right? And they knew we had it. Mm-hmm. So by playing cozy, cozy with Americans, they were able to do that. Do you know that even as President Nixon was leaving China, when he went over there and he met with Mao, as he was leaving, even before his entire delegation had left China, China was already playing anti-American propaganda again on oh, yeah. the television. Sure. <laughs> So it's like, wait a minute, we're still here. So here. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so moving on. Oh, we got two minutes. Um, arrogant revilers. We see revilers on every social media app yeah. that there is. Yes. And it's increasing. It's getting worse. And people have written about this, right? Psychologists, mm-hmm. sociologists have written about this saying, this is terrible. What's happening? People have no filters anymore. Right. They just Unless say, it's blah. about the truth. They just, you're right. Yeah, then, they, the, then the fact checkers. But yeah. otherwise, they just vomit out whatever mm-hmm. evil, hateful thoughts they have against yep. the person that they happen to disagree with. So there's no such thing as 
polite discourse anymore. Right. Right? That doesn't happen online. So they are revilers. Disobedient to parents. Yeah. I, I, Dr. Jean Gullix is a, she's a, she's, she counsels, she's been counseling mm-hmm. children from two to 92 for 40 years. So she works with a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of teenagers. Yep. And I've talked with her about what she's seen in her practice. And she's seen this, disobedient to parents. It's a, it's a whole new way of thinking. Parents aren't respected by their children anymore. They're just not respected. Right. They're, they're, you know nothing. The kids think they know everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the parents know nothing. And they've had all these TV shows, all these sitcoms about mom and dad are idiots. The kids are the smart ones, right? Do we, how many shows are like that? A lot. Dozens of yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. How many shows do we have now like Father Knows Best? Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> yeah. When did that, what happened? Right. Even for that matter, even what was the show with uh, what was the show with um, uh, who was the family? They're they're a family on TV. The Brady Bunch. But no, no, no. They're a family on TV. Uh, mom and dad, and then they had they had two children, but in real life they really were married to. They were really a couple, and they were those were really the real children. Who were they? How come I can't? Their name is just escaping me right how, now. How old is it? Black and white days. Oh, well, I know. I love Lucy. You know, Ricky Ricardo, their, yeah. their kid was on the show, but he right. was just but, a young. Oh, what was the show? Oh, let's see. Do we get, we can't get messages. Uh, somebody's watching. They're texting yeah. right now. They're telling me what it is. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the, 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 the point is that the family is attacked in, in the media today, mm-hmm. in, uh, in entertainment, on television. <clears throat> uh, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Tools are on sale. Let's see if my wife sent anything. No. Uh, okay. So anyway, the point is... I know what you're talking about, too. Parents are... Yeah. Yeah. What is that show? Dean should know. What it was, again? It was before the, Father Knows 50s, Best. Yep. It was in the 50s. And, and after that, in fact, they actually... They revised the show yeah. and they brought in a couple of cute teenage girls who then were like their mm. daughters. Um, Partridge uh, family. Oh. No. No. <laughs> What was it? it uh, it's driving me crazy. Well, while you think about it's that, sh- let's uh, talk about oh. life advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to wrap this up first. <laughs> we got to wrap it up. So anyway, the point is, I'll come back next week with the name of the program. But, um, but it, it used to be that television, entertainment, supported family values. They all, supported all, morality. All the time. Yeah. Uh, today, it's just the opposite. Mm-hmm. So disobedient to parents, ungrateful. You know, that's one of the things that I've heard from people that are, in, that are counselors is that kids today, they think that the world owes them everything on a silver platter. They None of think those. that they're owed everything. The, 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 entitlement, the entitlement attitude Andy Griffith? of children no. today is off the charts. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. right. So there it is. So that's ungrateful, unholy. Okay, we'll have to continue this next week because we're out of time. But that's... I, I think that the scriptures make it pretty clear that we're in the last days and actually what comes next is even worse. But uh, So what's the point? Jesus told these people, these, his disciples, what was happening so that they would be aware, so that they could prepare. Because there's no reason to prepare 
unless you're aware of what's coming, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you're aware, if you know what's coming and you know how it's going to come and you know what it's going to be like, that makes you much more capable and able to prepare properly, doesn't it? Was it Father Knows Best? Nope. Oh, I thought it I was on to something the there. Some things. All right. The yeah, and in fact, I think that. Services? Nope. I think that the uh, <laughs> someone's someone is pulling their hair out because they know the name of the show and they can't tell us. No. Um, but uh, it was um, if I can think of their name because they actually used their real name on the show. Yeah. Um, and they were yeah. It was a it was a it was a cool show. It was a cool show to watch because you knew that they really were a real family in real life. In fact, I think, I'm not positive about this, but I think that the house that they had, the set that made their, the, the, that they lived in on the show was actually a recreation of their actual home. Ozzy and Harriet. Ozzy and Harriet. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> so it's like Ozzie. the first reality show. There it is. Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That was a great show. That was a great show. Perfect. We got it. We figured it Thank out. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. So uh, does anybody really know what time it is? Part three coming yes, up sir. next coming week? Up next All right. Week. There you go. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition. Thanks for coming in again today on The Great Reset along with Paul, the producer. Thank you, John. Our show today brought to you by Life Vantage. Now, if you're one of those people that takes collagen out there, maybe you've heard of this. Maybe you haven't. It's a one-of-a-kind collagen. Not only replenishes your body, but it also helps your body create its own collagen. And it does just that by using natural products, and then it maintains it, too. If you want to find out more about this amazing product, contact Stephanie Kronelka and LifeVantage for more information. Check out stephk.lifevantage.com, or you can text to 701-230-9306, or email skbesthealth at gmail.com, or you can click on the link on the GFBS, uh, gfbestsource.com and go directly to LifeVantage. There you go. You can biohack your life with Steph Kronelka and LifeVantage. Hey, tomorrow... With the sessions done out in Bismarck, we're going to be talking to North Dakota State Senator Scott Meyer. We're going to see what all got done and what didn't get done. Make sure you tune in and make sure to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show that way. It's a great deal. And we all know the Grand Cities are an awesome place. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.